Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the Gay Family Series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Transcribed and brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers tonight, it's just after dinner, and we find Liz and George settling down to a normal evening's conversation. Come over here and sit down, Liz. I have something I want to talk to you about. All right, let's get it over with. How much am I overdrawn? You're not. Well, what did I forget to pay, and when are they going to turn it off? <laughs> now, stop jumping to conclusion. <laughs> I made out my will, and I want you to take a look at it. Oh, it's only your will. I thought it was something I'd done that you... Your will? Yes. What's the matter, George? Nothing's the matter. There is, too. You're keeping something from me. Liz, it's just good business. You're sick. I never felt better. You lied when we were married, and you're really older than I think. Drawing up a will is just a good, sensible thing to do. Then everything's legally taken care of if anything happens. I won't discuss it. Well, I want you to. You you should know I've arranged things uh, so you'll know what to do when I go. All right, George. Well, that's better. <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, George, I miss you so. sakes, Liz. I'm speaking of the future. I haven't gone yet. But you said you were going. Of course, we, we all have don't to go. Don't do it, George. Don't go. Look, honey, I'm perfectly well. I feel fine. I'm healthy. But let's face it, we all have to go sometime. We do unless you know something the rest of us don't. Anything. Honey, there's nothing serious about this. It's just business. Now, now, let me read it to you. Here. I, George Cooper, being of sane mind and sound body, do hereby declare this to be my last will and testament. To my wife, Elizabeth, I leave all my worldly goods. Ah, oh, George, thank you. But you shouldn't have done it. I haven't done it yet. Well, when you do do it, you shouldn't have done it. You said there was nothing serious about it. You want me to cry again? No. Here, here. Now, read it yourself. I don't want to read it. Well, it's for your own protection. You know, I could leave everything to my mother. Let me see that. <laughs> All property in which to this date I have any interest. <laughs> okay, George, I'm finished. Oh, what's the use? Give it to me. I had your will drawn up, but I don't suppose you want to read that either. 
My will? Yes. What for? You're the one who's going. What are you trying to do? Push me ahead of you in line? No, it's just that, that there might be a time when your will would be needed. After all, you do have some property of your own. I do? Yeah, that property in Florida that your father left you, those three lots on the beach. Oh, you mean sunken acres. <laughs> they aren't really underwater, are they? I always thought it was oil land. Hmm, there's any oil down there, it's still in a whale. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it all now, George. You want me to sign a will leaving everything to you, and then you'll book me off. <laughs> you want to get your dirty fish hooks on my oil holding. <laughs> Very funny. You'll never get away with it, George. You'll be rich but unhappy. I'll haunt you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll cut it out, Liz. Well, where's your sense of humor? Oh, sorry. I, I guess I'm tired. Now, now, I went to the trouble of drawing this will of yours up, and I want you to sign it. Well, this one I better read. Well, go ahead. Okay. I, Liz Cooper, being of sane mind and somebody do... Liz. <laughs> That's sound body. Sound body. Do hereby declare this to be my last will and testament. George. Huh? Oh, oh, yes, sir, Mr. Atterbury. What is it? Are you sleepy, boy? <laughs> No, sir. Then what are you doing with your head on the desk? Counting up to a hundred while your secretary hides? <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, Mr. Atterbury, I spent all last night trying to explain to Liz about our wills. Oh, gad, boy. Stretch <laughs> out on my couch and take a nap. <laughs> no, I'll be all right. Did you want me? Oh, yes, yes. I've been thinking. The weather's getting nice now. Why don't you and Liz and Iris and I go up to my place in the mountains? Hey, that sounds swell. Well, the four of us can fly up this weekend. Then you and I can fly back Sunday and leave the girls up there. Leave them up there for how long? For the whole week. I'll have my new car by the following weekend, and we can drive up and get them. Gee, the girls will be up there a whole week. Oh, that'll be a swell vacation. Yeah, yeah. For them, too. <laughs> I knew you'd go for it, so I already bought the tickets. Here are yours in this envelope. Oh, thanks. You know, you're a pretty good boss for an employer. Yo, that's your boss. I'm You can do me a favor. I need some supplies for the lodge. Now, can you pick them up for me? Oh, sure. Oh, good. Now, let's see. I need poison for those horrible little gophers up there. And uh, some rope for a clothesline. And uh, a couple of sacks of cement. <laughs> Iris wants a patio so she can sunbathe. Come to think of it, that ought to keep the gophers away. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, uh... Let, let me make a list on the back of this envelope. Yeah, yeah poison, rope, cement. Yeah, I need an axe, too. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll go home and tell Liz. Uh, well, George, let them think it's just for the weekend. Hmm? Well, all right, but uh, why? Well, they're women. A weekend means a new pair of slacks. A week's vacation means a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> Boy, have you got what it takes. 
Well, I have to have, or else Iris takes what I've got. Katie, how's dinner coming? Fine. You see, I want to be especially nice to George tonight. I gave him kind of a rough time last night. I heard you talking till all hours. Hi, honey, I'm home. Hi, George. Hi, Katie. Liz, guess what I have in my pocket. Lint. <laughs> no. Airplane tickets. The Atterbury's invited us up to their lodge. We leave Saturday. Oh, but that's not enough time. Uh, to pack? No, to shop. Liz, we're only going to be there for a weekend. Oh, well, in that case, I'll just buy a new pair of slacks. <laughs> Mr. Atterbury sure is a smart man. Well, now, that doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, how soon's dinner, Kitty? As soon as you're ready, and we've got your favorite dish. Good. Now, I'll just get washed up. Won't be a minute. Gee, isn't that wonderful, Katie? We're going away. Yes. Uh, say, didn't you have an appointment at the beauty shop on Saturday? Oh, that's right. I wonder what time the plane leaves. George said the tickets were in his coat pocket. Let's see. Oh, yeah, here they are in this envelope. Uh, this ticket says return trip 10 p.m. And this one, uh... Katie, what? These airplane tickets. One of them is a round trip and the other is one way. That <laughs> must be a mistake. Sure, sure. There'd be no reason for it unless one of us isn't coming back. <laughs> one of us isn't coming back? <laughs> Katie... Last night, George insisted I sign my will, and now he gets one round-trip ticket and one one-way ticket. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, you're just jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am. Oh, I shouldn't even think those thoughts. I'll just put this back in George's pocket. Oh, wait a minute, there's some writing on the envelope. Looks like a shopping list. Oh? Katie, listen to this. Poison! These boys take me up in the woods and poison me. There must be some explanation. Look at the next item. Rope. If the poison doesn't work, he's going to hang me. <laughs> it's just a crazy coincidence. What's next? <laughs> cement. <laughs> if I live through the poison and the rope, he's going to put my feet in cement and dump me in the lake. <laughs> Look what's next. Axe. Axe? Don't you see? If I'm able to hold my breath, he's going to swim underwater and chop me to pieces. Well, how can Mr. Cooper do such a thing? Well, with that list of weapons, how can he miss? But I can't figure out why. What was in that will you signed? Nothing. Three stale lots my father left me down in foot. Katie, that's it. That's it. They finally struck oil on sunken acres. think she's about to meet her doom, and for once she hasn't got an answer. But I've got an answer, the answer to all your dessert problems, and it's Jell-O. Yes, gay, shimmering, delectable Jell-O in those six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. All six bursting with fruit-like goodness, tempting and rich and refreshing. There are dozens of easy ways to dress up Jell-O, such as minted cherry mold. 
Just prepare cherry jello as usual, dissolving one quarter cup of mint jelly in the hot water. When slightly thickened, fold in one cup of drained diced grapefruit. It's swell for a salad, dessert, or a spicy meat garnish. Rich, fruit-like cherry jello with tangy green mint jelly. So look for those big red letters on the box. They spell jello, and jello spells a treat. That name is a registered trademark of General Foods. J-E-L-L-O. And now back to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. Return to the Coopers, we find Liz in a state of nervous apprehension. After years of having George under her thumb, she's suddenly discovered that he's about to put the finger on her. Or at least she thinks he is. Well, right now it's after dinner, and Liz, the intended victim, is in the living room reading, while George, the killer, is slowly stalking up behind her. <laughs> I was just kissing you on the back of the neck. Oh. Say, what's the matter with you, anyway? You're acting sort of wild-eyed and strange. Well, I... I'm sort of nervous, George. I have a headache. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Here, let me massage your neck for you. All right. No, no. No, I'm all right now, George. All of a sudden, I, I feel fine. You sure don't act it. Well, I'm glad we're going away this weekend. This trip ought to fix you up good. Yeah. Uh, George, I've been thinking it over. I don't believe I want to go to the Atterbury's Lodge. What? Why, Liz, you love the lodge. You, you always say that's your idea of living. Uh, well, I want to keep it that way. <laughs> Forget it, huh? No, everything's all planned. And besides, there's there's another reason. When we get up there, I have a big surprise for you. Well, thanks anyway, but I have a feeling I wouldn't like it. <laughs> oh, yes, you would. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'll tell you what, George. Why don't you take your mother up there and give her the surprise? <laughs> don't be silly. You, you just wait. When you wake up Monday morning, you'll be very pleasantly surprised. If I wake up Monday morning, I'll be surprised. What? George, sit down. Over there. Uh, George, has anything happened that you haven't told me about? What do you mean? Do you need um, money or anything? Are the books all right at the bank? There's... What are you trying to tell me? Just that... I love you, George. You could have anything of mine you wanted. You wouldn't have to ask me twice. Not even once. Here, I'll give you everything right now. I, Liz Cooper, give George... Cut it out, Liz. You, you sound like you flipped your lid. Now, if you've, if you've got something to say, come on out with it. Well, okay, I will. George Cooper, why did you make me sign that will last night? I didn't make you. It, it was just legal protection. Oh, look, if it bothers you that much, I'll destroy it. I'll I'll tear it up as soon as I get back from the lodge. As soon as you get back? 
I mean we, as soon as we get back from the lodge. <laughs> well, goodbye, George. Come back here. You stay away from me, George Silver. I'm going to my room, and don't try to get in because I'm going to bolt the door. Dr. Stevenson, this is George Cooper. I'm calling from McKee's Drugstore. Oh, what's the matter, George? I don't know. It's, it's Liz. She's acting peculiar. Peculiar for Liz or peculiar for normal people? <laughs> no, no, peculiar for Liz. She's, she's nervous and jumpy, cries over nothing, and, and now she's locked herself in a room and, and won't let me get near her. Oh, I, I hate to say it, Doc, but she sounds like she's finally cracked her crock. <laughs> Can you come over? Well, not right now, George. I have an appointment with my psychoanalyst. <laughs> In the meantime, you better give Liz a sedative. Uh, have you still got any of those powders I gave you when you couldn't sleep? Yes. Well, give her one and a glass of warm milk. And in her nervous condition, George, you better not tell her. Uh, let her think it's nothing but plain milk. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll be over as soon as I can. All right, thanks, darling. <laughs> Did you decide to come out of your room? I'm thirsty. I was just on my way to get... What were you doing in the kitchen? Oh, nothing important. I just thought it'd be nice if I got us each a big glass of warm milk. No, thanks. I'm not thirsty. But you just said you were. Well, I'm not. Oh, it's too bad. Katie already fixed it. Katie fixed it? Yes. Good. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yes, dear. Katie, uh, will you bring in the milk you fixed, please? Coming, Mr. Cooper. Here we are. Oh, thanks, Katie. Uh, just put the tray on the table. Yes, sir. Uh, Mrs. Cooper, could I see you in the kitchen a minute, please? Certainly, Katie. What is it? Don't drink the glass on the right. He put a powder in it. <gasps> he didn't. I saw him when my back returned. What are you going to do? I'll do like they do in the movies. I'll get him to look away and then switch the glasses. Good luck. What does Katie want, dear? Oh, nothing. Well, let's drink our milk. Oh, George, look at the fireplace. I think the log's going to fall over. Where? There. There's no log in the fireplace. My mistake. You better drink that milk, Liz. Okay. Here goes. Ah, mm, good. Uh, why don't you drink yours, George? Oh, all right. No, wait! I can't let you do it, even though you would have allowed me to. What? You put something in my glass, didn't you, George? Well, I fooled you. I forgot it. <laughs> That's why Katie called you, so I switched them again while you were out of the room. Then you... Then I... I can't 
know what's wrong. That powder is doing its dirty work. But it, but it wasn't supposed to make you act like this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll try to rise and twitch more. Oh, gosh. Gosh, I, I wonder if I got the wrong powder. Don't worry. You got the right one, all right. Oh, Liz. Oh, get up off the floor. It's beginning to take effect. Everything is turning dark and fading away. Oh. Fading away. Oh. Fading away. Oh. oh, why doesn't that doctor get here? It's too late, George. Don't pretend you want to save me. Pretend? This is the test of our love. If this is what you want, then it's what I want. I'll go with a smile on my lip. Does it hurt awfully? What? Does it hurt awfully? Only when I laugh. baby. My husband, I forgive you for what you've done. If I had my life to live over again, I want you to know I'd do better. Oh, Liz. I could stay within the budget if I tried. <laughs> and I'd never buy clothes I need. my charger plate. Oh, that, that must be the doctor. I'll get it. Uh, George, boy, I just came over to make the last minute arrangement for Gad. <laughs> What's Liz doing on the floor? Oh, Mr. Atterbury, goodbye, Mr. Atterbury. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Where's she going? Somebody kindly tell me what's going on. Well, I gave her a sedative, but it seems to have had an odd effect. Sedative? What? <laughs> have your grim jest, George. <laughs> I saw the one-way ticket you bought me. Oh, now, wait a minute. And I found the list of murder weapons. <laughs> the poison, the cement, the axe, the rope. <laughs> The one-way ticket was because we were going to surprise you and Iris by letting you stay up there a week. <laughs> stay up there? Uh, you mean that really was a sedative? <laughs> Why, sure. And all those murder weapons were supplies I needed around the lot. <laughs> what a dirty trick. <laughs> well, if I had my life to live over again, I could do better. <laughs> promises I made George Cooper. I didn't know what I was saying. I was under the influence of warm milk.
Yes, Lucille. What's on the docket tonight? Uh, tonight, Robert, we deal in international intrigue. I am a spy, and you are interviewing me for a job. A little spy music, maestro. <laughs> You must be our new spy. We have a big job in the South. Do you think you can do it? Yes, senor. I think I can. Wait a minute. That's a little too far south. I met in the southern United States. Oh, si, senor. You all. You still sound Mexican. See, si, I sound like this because I have been in Mexico posing as a lady bullfighter, but I quit. Why? I couldn't find any lady bulls to fight. <laughs> Americans make a product called Jell-O, and I've got to find out what flavors it comes in. Ooh, that's a tough one. Now, here's what we've managed to find out. Write this down. Okay. Jell-O is so good, it makes you think of the real ripe fruit itself. Yay. And it's locked in by a special process, so it can't get out till your first delicious spoonful. Yee. We also know that everybody's looking for the big red letters on the box. L-L-O. What was the second word? Now, never mind. They spell Jell-O, and you've got to find out what the flavors are. Oh, see, I go. I am back. What took you so long? Wrong headwind. Senor, senor, I got all five flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, and lemon. There's another flavor. You bungled. You bungled? <laughs> what does that taste like? Find out what that other flavor is. Yes, senor. See, sir. Lime. That's wonderful. How did you manage to sneak in and get the information without being caught? Uh, confidentially, I slink. <laughs> George, George, what are you reading for? Go to sleep. No, this magazine story's exciting. You go on to sleep. Well, I can't with that light on. Oh, well, I can't put it down at a time like this. Listen. The huge, shapeless thing crept slowly up behind Mildred, and before she could scream, it... Oh, Liz, what did you turn the light out for? Go to sleep. Oh, all right. Good night. Good night. What do you think it did, George? <laughs> what? The huge, shapeless thing. What did it do? I don't know. You turned the lights out. Now go to sleep. Who can sleep with Mildred in a spot like that? What'd you do, George? What'd you do? How can I sleep with that light on? Give me that magazine. Oh, here it is. The huge, shapeless thing crept slowly up behind Mildred, and before she could scream, it slipped its bony hands around her. Oh, no! Oh, what does it say, Liz? Around her what? Around her. Continue next week. Good night.
listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rowling. Tonight's transcribed program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Be sure to get the April issue of Radio Mirror Magazine with the big picture of Lucille Ball on the cover. That's the April issue of Radio Mirror Magazine. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie the Maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband again next week, presented by Jell-O. Oh, it's log cabin syrup for my, 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 my With that real with flavor, so fine, oh, so fine Blend it came into a maple, it popped on your table That real maple flavor, the pancakes of savor It's log cabin syrup for my, 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 my Yes, Log Cabin is the syrup with that delicious Northwoods maple flavor. It's America's most popular quality table syrup. Enjoy it on waffles or pancakes for Sunday night suppers as well as at breakfast. It's Log Cabin syrup for my, 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 my.